Learn from the greatest marketing minds in business, media, and entertainment. This is Marketing Legends. Here's your host, Matt Lights. Welcome back. Today's episode is absolute fire. We've got my man, Mr. David Meltzer, a true legend who has transformed multiple industries, and he is about to drop some bombs of love and positivity and make you look at marketing completely differently. And speaking of which, what you need to do is make sure you go to marketinglegends.com slash David. David is here to support the Unstoppable Foundation, an amazing cause, and he's generously offered to give you a copy of his book, plus $867 in bonuses when you go to marketinglegends.com slash David. So with that said, let's bring on the man. All right, Mr. David Meltzer. David, thank you so much for being on, my man. Oh, thank you for having me. And I just have to say, you know, to be on the Marketing Legends podcast is a great honor. And you guys did not let me down. You know, some people understand what managing and developing a vision and expectation or relationship entails. And it's much more than just giving someone the vision or inviting them to do something. And I've been on thousands of interviews, as you know, and the way that I've been treated by you and your team is extraordinary and everybody should take example and take heed of what marketing means and how to become a marketing legend. You guys get it. Wow. That means the world. And and we're going to talk a lot about business here. We're going to talk a lot about marketing. I want to do something that I very rarely ever do. And I want to talk about sports for just a second. Uh, for those for those people listening that might not know you, you own and operate one of the biggest sports agencies in the world. Um, and I realized when reading your book, which I highly recommend, Connected to Goodness, that we have the same favorite quarterback, which is pretty cool, right? Yeah, very cool. Yeah, none other than Jim McMahon. And and I want to know, like, what is it about Jim McMahon? And and I probably shouldn't say he's your favorite quarterback because I know you happen to work with with a uh, a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I was going to say Warren's going to be pissed, but I've worked <laughs> with some good ones. But Jim McMahon, personally, I, I identify with because he's a person who exemplifies what life's about, and it's living life on your terms. You know, they, and so he didn't worry about what other people thought. He didn't worry about what was missing, what he didn't have. He right. was a hyper competitive person within himself. And that led him to lead what was argumentally the greatest uh, NFL. Oh, there's no arguing here. David, <laughs> 85 Chicago Bears, greatest team of all time, done deal. We'll take a vote. I'm on that boat. I'm on that bandwagon as well. And, and they wouldn't have been uh, the greatest of all time but for Jim McMahon and his leadership authenticity, the essence and frequency of Jim McMahon made everybody better around him. He's a spirit of excellence yep. and uh, he is his own man. He never cowered uh, to anybody who was trying to tell him what he should or should. Even Mike Ditka. All right. Even, Even BYU. I, I mean, he, he stood up to God, you know, or, or Joseph Smith. I don't know which ones, uh, but I just, from the time he was sitting on the stairs of BYU drinking a brew, I said, this is my quarterback. And I was blessed to have him come to San Diego and watch him play late in his career. Uh, so Jim McMahon yes. actually played for the Chargers late in his career. Doug Flutie, another one of my favorites. Uh, just incredible winners. I love it. Well, well, David, so many people that are getting on here, I'm sure, are wanting to learn 
how you've just been blowing up um, on social media, on larger media. I mean, you've got multiple TV shows going on. The Playbook, your podcast is absolutely crushing it. And I know everybody is always thinking of, you know, how, how do we do it? But if there's something that I know about you, my hunch is that it's less about the how you do it and more about the the why you do it. Um, would, would you say that you're, you're, what's, what's the driving force behind all of this? Since, since I've seen you last, it's been out of control, Matt. It's so blessed, but I agree with you. You know, I do it to empower others, to empower others, to be happy. So what I'm doing is leveraging great minds like you and other great minds, sports, billionaires, millionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, and entertainers to get to their essence, to get to their Jim McMahon, yes. to get to who they are. And so- yes. Uh, my why is to share what I've learned as a Napoleon Hill follower and uh, tutelage that I live a Napoleon Hill life, that I want to surround myself with the spirits of excellence and ask questions and be open-minded and have open-ended questions. And I've always done that to get me to where I am today, but I had the opportunity to share that experience with millions of people. And so that that to me was the why to empower others, to empower others with the secret sauce. That's why it's called the playbook. Not because that's an original name. I think there's a thousand playbooks out there, uh, but that didn't bother me at all because I'm looking for the playbook to success because the fastest way to get to where you want to be is find someone that's already there and ask them for directions. Now, yes. the interesting thing about how, and see the how is, is when I, people say, how do you do that? And I'll tell you, because I do it every day. It's not how. It's I just mm -hmm. keep doing it every day. I'm probably the most consistent person in all of social media. I'm the, I, I guarantee that I've done more IG lives than anybody in the world. Uh, and if you aggregate my audience, it's more it, it's bigger than anyone else's. If you aggregate what I do every day, the amount of people that in a day are touched or empowered by what we do. So I don't worry about how I worry about when in the answer to when is every day. And that's called the empty mile, not the extra mile. Everybody goes the extra mile every once in a while. And then they utilize blame, shame, and justification to say, oh, well, that, I, that's why I'm not there. Cause I went the extra mile two weeks ago. No, I go the extra mile every day. Like Jim McMahon. Love it. Love it. And, and you've got just your mission of helping 1 billion people to be over, happy. over man. Don't let it a billion. Well said, right? Cause the, the, the verbiage there matters. And, um, you know, just I, I'm, I've been personally inspired. Um, I was, I've just started doing social media right now. I mean, this podcast is a brand new thing. And when I see you every single day, cause you, it's not like you were in a position where you needed social media. Right. Right. I mean, you you weren't like an early adapter to this stuff by by any stretch. Um, but what has kind of left me inspired and one of the things that I really hope that people listening to this or watching this will take away is that I waited so long to get into social media because I think I was looking at it from a very selfish perspective. Right. I didn't have this value sort of paradigm that, that David has. I was thinking, well, you know, if I think about the amount of time that I put in What's my ROI for that? And how, and, and now I'm in a place where I'm like, you know what? Yeah, cool. I got 20 likes, but you know what? If one of those people who saw that, right, get inspired, then it, it really makes it all worth it. And, and just, I think that, you know, nowadays I, 
everybody's talking about all the tactics and how to do the marketing and all those kind of things. And I think that we're getting a little bit foggy on the purpose. And, um, you know, whenever I've been around you, it's always been the same mantra, right? The make a lot of money, help a lot of people, have a lot of fun. And if you could just like, where did that come from? And how has that really made a difference in your life? Well, you mentioned the other quarterback in my life, not to McMahon, but Warren Moon. And then I started the Sports One marketing company, a global marketing company that surrounded itself with the biggest names in, in sports to come to the biggest events in sports to raise money for charity. And so the purpose of our business is we spun off from Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment, the number one sports agency in the world, the most notable one. They made the movie Jerry Maguire about Lee Steinberg. But the reason that we spun that off was three reasons. And uh, Warren chartered me to create a mission statement. So it was literally like I coalesced the vapors of human existence and a creative viable and logical conclusion, leveraging relationship capital to maximize <laughs> the opportunity for charitable purposes and causes. And I put something like that in front of Warren. And I spent a good, you know, I would say 30 hours developing what I call the king of all bullshit mission statements. <laughs> and Warren's a very straightforward, uh, I call him QB1 Kenobi because, you know, obviously he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, yep. but he has the wisdom of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And so, uh, and he's very, you know, just like Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, very uh, concise, let's just say. There's no superfluous bullshit like Dave yep. Meltzer can throw around in the early days, especially. And so he read, he read the mission statement and he read the first paragraph of superfluous bullshit. And he goes, Dave, what does that mean? And I'm all, basically it means we want to create abundance. We want to make a ton of money. Well, why? Well, as you know, we have always had a charitable purpose or cause tied into everything we do. So to help people, that that's why I'm your business partner is you and I share that purpose together that we are doing. We've been blessed our whole careers and we're doing the rest of our life to help other people, but we need to have fuel in the tank to help them. Okay. Um, and then what about this whole Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, Masters, you know, around the biggest sporting events and all that? Like, why do you throw that in there? I said, because as we talk about, we want to have fun. We want to be happy. And you could do all three. You can make a lot of money helping people with the money and having a ton of fun going to the Super Bowl, Pro Bowl, Masters, Kentucky Derby, Breeders' Cup, SBs, Emmys, Oscars, Grammys, et cetera. And he said, hmm. He said, how about we just put this? Make a lot of money, help a lot of people, have a lot of fun. And so QB1 Kenobi concisely <laughs> edited my superfluous bullshit of a mission statement into what has become my mantra in life. Uh, and I have stuck to it since the day you've seen me. Since the day we launched the business, July of uh, 2010, uh, July of 2010, it was July 11th, which is I'm born on January 11th. So I always celebrate my birthday every month on the 11th and Warren's number one. So we're all one lucky one guy. So we made sure it was the 11th. Uh, but since that day, everyone's known that my mission, my mantra is to make a lot of money and help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah, one of the things that I've I've loved about you, uh, you seem to be very clear on your personal philosophy, like what it is that that you're all about, what you believe in, and you're just, and it's not that you're not, you know, learning and growing and changing and adapting, 
Um, but what it, whatever it is that you believe in, you not only, you know, not only have it clear in here and in here, but you're so good at verbalizing it. Um, and just, you know, that's something that at first, the first time I really kind of understood this concept of building a personal philosophy was from Jim Rohn. Um, what would you say to people just, you know, who are all kind of trying to figure it out, you know, not only on a personal level, but also like, what's their business going to be about? Like, what kind of advice would you give them? I have five daily practices that I'm always happy to send people that help me with the clarity, balance, and focus and the ability to articulate, which is, you know, like guys who have great ideas and great businesses, but don't know how to implement it. More people have great ideas and great businesses, but don't know how to articulate the value uh, right. or articulate the message or communicate with it, which is why you use people like you to help with the communication aspect of being able to articulate that. So. I created five daily practices. People can email me directly, david at dmelcher.com to get these. So what I do every day is I say, what do I want today? Personally, what do I want experientially? Giving, what do I want to provide in value and receiving in a trajectory of what I think I want? And then when I align what I want, I then ask myself, who can I help with what I want and who can help me? in a trajectory today of what I think I want in the future. Then I get the how with lenses of productivity, with lenses of accessibility, of accessing what I want and accessible to others, and believe it or not, gratitude. Because I know there's light, love, and lessons in everything, so I want to look to see, is this something that feeds me or bleeds me? And then I use, as a student of my calendar, the attention and intention of activities, activities I've planned, activities I don't have planned my sleep, activities I get paid for, activities I don't get paid for and my sleep. And then a golden confirmation comes about that enables me to articulate, as you stated, so simply what it is I'm doing and what it is and why it is and when it is I'm about. And that's prioritization. I know my now and I can articulate my now because I know what's important to me. And because these are daily practices, just like golf, you know, I promise you, no matter who you are, from the day you start practicing golf, you will be better if you practice every day. Sure. So I have daily practices that allow me to be better at articulating the quantitative value and prioritize the values that I have via activities. Uh, and then the prioritization is also an antidote to the procrastination and the overwhelmed feeling that most people have. And it's also, I think, a key ingredient to be able to articulate or speak out exactly what it is, who I can help, who can help me, and how best I can get it done, and what my priorities are. See, once I know my priorities, then actually all I'm doing all day long is applying my why, not searching for what I already have. See, I am that I am. I am happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. I'm spending my day figuring out what I'm doing to interfere with what I already am in my pursuit of my potential. And most people are searching for what they already have. They're trying to get more healthy, more happy, more wealthy, more worthy, instead of realizing I am, what am I doing to interfere with what I am? Because everybody is connected to the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source that loves them more than their mom. So instead of feeling punished, you should feel protected and promoted at all times. I love it. It's not what you're lacking. It's there. It's just getting out of the way. I love it. it I mean, these are lessons that you didn't learn easily yourself. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. That's the advantage of being old, right? People are like, I know so much, Dave. I'm like, first of all, I've had more at bats than most people. And sure. they, they've been concentrated, focused at bats. I get up to the plate a lot. You know, every guy who owns a football record for passing yards has thrown the most passes as well. And, you know, Michael Jordan took the most shots. So for me, I take shots every day and I keep on taking shots so that I keep on doing three things, doing my best, learning lessons and having fun. I tell my kids all the time, school, sports, whatever, they get caught up into the intricacies and the ego and the fear and the interference. And I said, whoa, 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 take a step back with dad. I just need you to answer three things. Did you do your best? What did you learn? And did you have fun? And if you could tell me those three things in a positive way, then you're going to be fine. You're moving in an accelerated direction towards what you think you want. Did you do your best? What did you learn? And did you have fun? Yeah, that's it. Life's that simple. Ask yourself whether it's activity you get paid for or not. Those three things, relationships, finance, occupation, activity, you know, you'll get paid for or not. Did you do your best? There's nothing else you can ask in life than those three things. That's it. And it's it, the thing is, is and, and I loved reading this, especially the first couple chapters, because I got to really dig into your story. Because I, I knew, you know, having seen you speak and just talking with you that you've had those ups and downs, but you've had, you know, even more than I, I thought. And I think that that's the natural path of, you know, an entrepreneur or anyone trying to start anything. It's And, and it's almost like the the bigger you get, the more volatile those those ups and downs can be. And uh, I, you had a quote in there that I really loved. It said, when it should have broke you, instead it woke you. Uh, and, and is there anything that you can kind of give people as they're having these bumps in the road that, you know, they know they're coming because they're, they're tuning into podcasts like this, you know, they're smart enough to, to be learning from people like you, but when it happens in the real world, you know, when that, when the stuff is hitting the fan, how, what, what is the mindset that they should be coming at, at the, at the situation with? Yeah. There's two things I've learned over time that has helped me with pain, setbacks, failures, and mistakes. One is having faith. See, the more you believe and the more time you spend in that belief that there's something bigger than you that loves you more than your mom, you will always feel protected and promoted faster by the pain, the setbacks, the failures and mistakes. Just like a three-year-old that reaches out to touch a hot stove and has yeah. never been hit by their mom and the mom slaps them and screams no, and then they cry to their mom, Mom, why'd you punish me? What did I do? You don't sure. love me anymore. That's what people do when they lose their job or their girlfriend runs yeah. off and cheats on them or they lose all their money. Yeah, why? Why did you put it? No, you just didn't know the stove was going to burn you. You didn't know that girl was going to burn you. You didn't know that job wasn't meant for you. You didn't know that school wasn't the right, right one for you. You're being protected and promoted in all times. Mm. Number one, the more time you spend in faith, utilizing time as a dependent variable, meaning our objective is to spend less time out of faith than we do today. I have a minutes and moments philosophy. I only want to spend minutes and moments out of faith during my day that I'm being protected and promoted. Now, the second practice that assists in understanding how setbacks, failures, and mistakes, pain can move us or propel us forward and protect us and promote us is to give meaning to the defining moments and inflection points that we've had and other people have had in a trajectory of what we think we want. Example, I lost over $100 million in 2008. 
<laughs> I had to tell my mom that I went bankrupt, which yeah. I thought was going to kill me and her. I also lost her house because I was dumb enough not to take my name off of her title. So not only did I have to sell my mom, the person who I wanted to make all this money to buy her a house and a car, then I went bankrupt, but I also had to tell her that I lost her house and car because they were in my name. And I will tell you at that time, I did not spend minutes and moments in the right meaning. I spent minutes and moments in the, I mean, days, weeks, months, and years in the wrong meaning. But when I utilize faith and understanding that these inflection points are defining moments in the past, I can change the meaning to the one I have today. I'm sitting on about 16 years later uh, than when I lost my money. And 16 years later, the meaning that I give the bankruptcy, telling my mom I went bankrupt, losing her house and her car is one of a savior, one of protection and promotion that if that didn't happen and I continued to accelerate in the direction that I was in the trajectory that I was, I would be alone or dead. That's two simple facts. And so the meaning now has changed. And so I pursue a meaning that is in the trajectory of what I think I want, not in a trajectory of what's missing, what I don't have, punishment, or in a trajectory that is one that's detrimental to me and others. Isn't it amazing how looking back, the hardest times are always the best stories? And 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 the biggest lessons, right? The most powerful things that have happened. That's for sure. Well, isn't it even that the worst things that happen are in our lives? We yeah. survive. That's it. <laughs> I, I mean, we're still here. It's still here. Absolutely. I, my friend, you drop more knowledge in a short amount of time than any other human being that I know. Um, if we could just leave these good people with with one piece of advice. Imagine that they're in the shoes of, hey, I, I'm looking for that marketing breakthrough. And maybe they're looking you know, at Facebook ads or some kind of strategy. What would be the best advice that you could leave them with of what marketing, what's marketing really all about? And how can they find their legend? About radical humility. It's about knowing that you don't know. It's about asking for help. So depending on what marketing strategy you would like to execute on, find people who sit in a situation that you want to be that in and ask them for help, ask them for directions on how they got other clients to that place or how they got to that place. Uh, the best way, easiest way to get to where you want to be is to not only give help to elevate others, to elevate yourself, mm. they, to help people get what they want. But so many people think that humility doesn't lie in asking for help. It's more radically humble to ask for help than even to give help. And so the biggest mm. lesson that I've learned is to ask for help. Ask for help from people that sit in a situation that you want to be in, especially in marketing. And you'll be amazed how much dummy tax that you'll save, how many mistakes, setbacks, and failures others have made that you don't need to make in order to effectuate a stronger ROI, a better position, a bigger brand, and greater community of sponsors and power sponsors, people who can help you and people who know people that can help you as well as helping them and knowing people that can help them. This community will be the biggest investment marketing-wise that people can make. There's going to be a great separation in the next 12 months. Those people that see marketing as an expense and those people that mm -hmm. see it as an investment, 80% or more of the people will drop out of their marketing campaigns because they see it as an expense. The 20 or so that are left over and see it as an investment will exponentially get the rewards and will accelerate and exponentially grow their brands 
and their communities in order to provide value, to make more money, help more people, and have more fun. Love it. Well, nothing I can say to add on to that except for thank you for giving so much. I know you've got a very exciting event to be to, and and, and thank you. It's just been so good to see you again, and uh, I, I'm I'm hoping that this is one of those lessons that people listen to twice because there's so much goodness in there. So I'm loving. Thank you so much, Dave. I'm back for your hundredth episode. Be more interested than interesting. Be kind to your future self. Do good deeds. Email me, David at dmelter.com. It's sure it's in the show notes. Please have me back and let me know how I can be of service because this show rocks. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, my friend. Take care. Yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode of Marketing Legends. Go ahead and smash the like button, share with a friend, show us some love. And most importantly, make sure you go to marketinglegends.com slash David. Again, marketinglegends.com slash David, where you're going to see a whole bunch of bonuses and goodies. And most importantly, David Meltzer has offered up his ebook, which is an amazing, amazing, amazing book. I learned so much in the first chapter. So make sure you go to marketinglegends.com slash David, and we will see you in the next episode. This has been Marketing Legends. Go big, give back, be legendary.